no picture. What? But the camera's on. The camera's on. I see it. But it doesn't see me. And right off the bat, technical difficulties. We will figure this out as I usually do. Um, no. Live. Edit. No. What the hell? Set up. It's not showing. Huh. I'm going to get my phone because I can't see shit. And. No, it froze up. I did it. No, it's on. How come I can't see myself? Pretty good thing I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's usually not how it does it. But whatever. Hmm. <laughs> Then where's the chat? The chat's right there. Hello. Da, da, da. Always a problem. First show. Two people. Hello. I don't know who it is. Oh, Kelly. Okay. And me. I'm watching. So you can see me good. It's hot as fuck in here. All right. Uh, let's see. All right, we'll just start this sucker up. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if it'll fuck anything up. Here we go. Welcome to the theater. For everyone's enjoyment, we'd like to remind you of the following rules. No talking. No smoking. No littering. No red meat. No freedom of religion. And remember, all marriages must be approved by the Department of Health. Failure to obey these rules will result in immediate loss of citizenship and deportation to the island of Los Angeles. Enjoy the show. Your rules are really beginning to annoy me. What a little girl at? 
What little girl? What a little girl? You know what girl I'm talking about. Man, you better take your goddamn hands off my suit. Your mama bought me this suit for Christmas. This is my favorite suit. Now let me go. I'm gonna see you Thanksgiving, all right? Appreciate it. Hey, hey, it's your big happy meal ass. So get on in the corner. I'm still the law around here. Next time I come in here, y'all better clean this shit up and brush your teeth. Let's go. It's a water and lemon for blood. Well, we're red. Don't make me ask twice. Where is Francis? <laughs> you're, you're about to be killed by his Zamboni. Tell me where your fucking boss is, or you're gonna die in five minutes. This is confusing. Is it sexist to hit you? Is it is it more sexist to not hit you? I mean, the line is real. <laughs> You might want to look away for this. Now this little piggy went to. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> you weren't meant to see that. Cyrus Grissom, do you copy? Cyrus Grissom, do you copy? Yes, I copy, identify yourself. This is United States Marshal Vince Larkin, Duncan Malloy of the DEA. Oh, Agent Malloy. I'm so sorry about your associate. Nothing is quite as sad as seeing a grown man pissing his pants. Listen, Grissom, you puny fucking animal. When I get through with you, you'll be begging him for the electric chair. Hey, I don't like him. If he speaks again, this conversation is terminated. He doesn't want to talk again. Really? He's done talking. He's leaving the building, okay? Good, then I'll talk to you. Here are the rules. First, I ask a question, then you ask a question. Okay. What's your question? In Carson City, your bulls were on to us. How? One of the guards. One of the guards. One of the guards faked a heart attack and we had to remove his restraints. All right? I see. And what's your question? Where are you going with my plane, Cyrus? We're going to Disneyland. You're lying, Cyrus. So are you, Vince. Oh, nothing makes me sadder than the agent lost his bladder in the... Airplane. Anthony, give me a boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. something that follows the word pork. You pine. Huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> you pine. Pork you pine. Get out of Yes! Respecting! Yes! Pork. He said, Q pine. <laughs> 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 what? What is coupon? <laughs> this is the greatest answer I've ever heard. No, I feel you. No, I feel you. It's number one. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> it's number one. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I tell you what. 
Rock's going to be number one on YouTube, but it ain't going to be number one on that. I can bet every dollar I got. You the only person that said coupon. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick it's ass. It's an ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> you, fat fuck. Come here. What'd you call me? What did you just call me? I called you fat fuck. We better leave it at that. Unless you prefer I call you dead fat fuck. Hi, uh, Mrs. David? Yes. <laughs> I'm Jody. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. You're in Texas. I think so. Everybody talks funny. <laughs> well, come on in for a minute. Thank you. You're a homo? <laughs> Well, I, uh... The reason I ask is I've never seen one before. <laughs> we don't have homos in Texas. <laughs> Live ones, anyway. <laughs> well, sit down. Would you like a drink? Uh, yes, thank you. A drink would be nice. What do you people drink? You mean New Yorkers? We drink... No, no, homos. <laughs> We drink the basic heterosexual drinks. How about some lemonade? Do you drink lemonade? Lemonade would be terrific. We like lemonade. I mean, we drink a lot of lemonade. Well, pardon me asking, but uh, does your husband do a lot of the cooking over your house? He does all of it. He loves it. Oh, well, uh... Ain't you a little afraid of what people could think? You mean that I'm a lazy wife? No, that he's a fag. In a couple minutes. That's just stupid there, Jefferson. Besides, uh, getting elected, there's more to that than just being smart. There is, huh? Then how come we don't have a black president? I mean, some of our black people are just as dumb as Nixon. <laughs> you ain't got a black president, Jefferson, because God ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> Wait a second. What? That's right. God's got to try it out first by making a black pope, which he ain't done yet. <laughs> oh, maybe that's because God ain't Catholic. <laughs> We know that one. Can't you men change the subject? Yeah, Gloria's right. This is no time I'm to be... I'm talking, Michael. Oh, boy. Is that all you can talk about? Whether a black man or a white man should be president? Well, what do you want to talk about, little girl? How about a woman president? Oh, holy cow. <laughs> a woman president? 
Mr. Jefferson, this may come as a big surprise to you, but women are much more oppressed than blacks. I don't see no ghetto for women. What do you call a kitchen? <laughs> I call it a prison. Hey, Arias Louise, you're talking foolish. Do you know what Shirley Chisholm said? Shirley Chisholm said that she ran into more discrimination because she was a woman than because she was black. That's why she didn't get elected. Right. Because she was talking foolish. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson, she wasn't talking foolish. The business world has been doing the same thing to us now that they've been doing to you. They're hiring token women. Well, by the same token, hire one for me. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> the whole point I'm trying to make is that uh, you take these things like, what do you call, loyal and, and love. Well, your, your colored families, they, they don't uh, feel them things like your colorless families. <laughs> Listen, I got something to say. Uh, gather on, everybody. I'm going to make a toast to Archie. Yeah. Oh, this toast for my daddy. It's been a great experience living on this street and watching this wonderful family of Edith, Gloria, and Mike. I want to thank you, Bunker, for letting me know and letting me see that uh, some white folks are better than other white folks. <laughs> well, I wish the whole world could learn that. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on the bulletin board. Eh, sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Oh, these are very bad for you. Just a fly in the ointment, Hans. The monkey in the wrench. A pain in the ass. Ooh. Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open the front door for me. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequin shirts. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I'm not the one who just got butt-fucked on national TV. It's showtime. Crime. 
To another exciting episode of the original Red Bull Show. Today is a Monday, June 1st, 2020. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me, by moi, by me, whatever, me, myself, and I. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, this show, listen very carefully, because Tim's going to be an asshole. More than usual. This show is opinionated. The opinionated. Opinionated. Not political, not racist, not whatever, not elitist, not a trailer park dumb fuck. No offense, anybody. 
I started in a trailer park. I could say that. Opinionated. Under no circum, the host especially callers 815-290-0912. You can be opinionated too. People that are not in the chat room are opinionated. That's why we do this, people. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. Broadcasting live. Oh, there's the neighbor. Hang on. I got to do my show. I'll talk to you later. Later. Broadcasting live from hot as fuck Loveland, Colorado. I know it's June 1st, but really? Does it have to be like 95 freaking degrees? I turned my air on because he just couldn't take it anymore, man. It's too hot. And the humidity is really, uh, I don't know. Why didn't I talk to you? I don't know. I don't know. I can't figure you women out. I don't know. I'm so fucking confused. You're driving me crazy. Coronavirus. People are killing each other. Light shit on fire. It's everybody else's fault. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to explain this as much as I can, Lucy, to make some sense, at least for me. Now, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. What I'm saying is, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Do you? But I try to piece it and re-engineer it to go back where all this shit started. But then you have to pick a point and where you think it started. I mean, I could go way back to the Revolutionary War and telling King George to shove his shit up his ass and everything else. And, uh, See, I'm going to say a lot of things that people don't agree with, but do you want me to come on here and say everything you agree with? Some people will. Some people won't. Hell, I don't even agree with what I say a lot, but I just say it to figure it out. So I'm going to say a little thing and just dab my toe into this. I'm doing this on my own again, and I just see me doing this on my own um, forever, endeavor, endeavor, till I die. I'll be on here when I'm 80 years old and I'll be talking and calling all of you fuckers to my last dying breath on podbean.com. Uh, soon on iTunes. I got to fix all that shit up. Um, Facebook live, YouTube. Did I say that? Um, and some other shit. I don't even know. I, I forget. Cause it's been, so long since I've done this by myself and on my own again. So it's going to be a learning curve again to get used to this crap, but you can download the Podbean app. If you have an iPhone, I will soon be on iTunes or podcast or whatever Apple keeps doing with the iPhone. I think it's podcasts. I'll be in there. Um, I know there's a couple more, but I don't, I think it's just sharing it on Twitter. So it's just essentially podbean.com, Facebook live and iTunes. I think that's enough. 
Am I shy? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not shy. I'm not shy. I don't think I'm shy. Not at all. All right. So anyway, so this is what I'm going to say with all due respect and not sounding like an asshole, but I'm going to sound like an asshole because I can't take it. Can't be responsible for how people take things. Okay. But this is what I'm going to say. I, you, we, you all, y'all, whatever should be able to say or post how you even feel if you want to get the emotions involved in it or your opinion on something, especially when you're responding to something that you see. And if we all, you all, you all, y'all, if we all don't start discussing stuff and agree to disagree without calling people a Republican, a Democrat, a black person, a white person, a Mexican, an Asian, that Archie Bunker shit. I did that intro for a reason, not because I'm a racist, because this shit has been around for a long, 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 long time, long time. And if you really watch All in the Family, I mean... Archie Bunker's a fucking asshole, but I think they did that on purpose to bring it out, not to go on there and have a show that's about racism in a proactive way. I think it was to shine the light on discrimination and racism. I'm, I'm positive of it. And then you get Sanford and son on there, which I I'll make one with him on there too. I gotta be fair. Fred Sanford was a racist too. He hated everybody. So, and we can go, we can go back in the way back machine. And as far as you want to go, it doesn't matter to me. Not even here with slavery. Slavery has been around, what, since at least the Egyptians and they probably even beyond. I don't know. I'm not a historian. I only know what I know. And with the U46 education, it's not much. Okay. But I do know a little, but you or I or we or whomever should be able to respond to something, whether it's contrarian or you agree or not, without being attacked and being called a racist. Me, 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 I was called a racist. And I don't want to get into this too much, but I've employed minorities, okay? I don't even like saying that. I don't put the labels out there. Okay. They're, they're there. All right. And I, I'm just getting sick of it because I didn't raise my kids to see in color. I don't see in color. My friend, since I grew up, my first friend, I grew up, God bless rest his soul. He's dead now buried in the ground. I had to help bury him live right behind me. He's one of the first people I met when I moved in and he was Spanish, but I didn't see that. I, I had a guy, um, and I, I sound like I'm being defensive, but I, I got to give examples, and it's me, so I can talk about me. She won Sung. I can't believe I remember his fucking name. Eighth grade, came over here from South Korea. Didn't know a lick of fucking English. And uh, had him spend the night one time, and my parents, and my dad's really racist, but I don't want to get into that, but. I go, what are you having that cheek staying over here for? Like, really, Dad? Yeah, okay, sure. Um, 
had him over. I, I've had black friends. I do have black friends. I don't see in color. And then my kids being raised in South Elgin, which is essentially Elgin and went to Elgin high, which was multi-diversified, not to mention Streamwood uh, and Chicago and whatever. I taught my kids. Here's the thing. I taught my kids not to see in color. My daughter was mistaken for being Puerto Rican or some type of uh, darker skinned girl. And she was just freaking white. And here we go again with the labels, whatever that means. And she was attracted to black guys and she got slammed up in the lockers from the black girls because, oh, we need equality and this and that and everything else. But if you touch my man, I'm going to kick your fucking white ass. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, oh, it's different when it comes to the boyfriend and the girlfriend. I see. Okay, whatever. But I taught my kids not to see in color. And that's the way they were raised. Now, in my opinion, my opinion, okay, no politics, no seeing in color, none of this shit because I'm fucking getting sick of it because it's destroying our cities, okay? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And I'm going to go back to how I think we got here, just my opinion, because we're all getting bombarded with all of this stuff in every facet of our life. From a fucking virus to killing everybody to you're going to kill everybody to now everybody hates everybody and let's light shit on fire and let's kill innocent people with our knee on our neck when the guy's fucking detained and has cuffs on on and no we're just going to lean on his neck for nine minutes really hmm totally against SOP I know it is because I talked to somebody I'm not going to say who and just for the record. I know that a lot of law, law enforcement people saw that video and they are very, very upset. Okay. Now I didn't teach my kids. I I was raised in a family. My mom's a saint. Okay. My dad, he's racist. All right. He just is. But I, I knew he was wrong in what he was saying. The Southern boy from Kansas, no offense. And he just fucking doesn't like people of color, even though he's colorblind. Figure that one out. Swear to God. Dad, how do you know they're black if you're calling them? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, sure made wiring interesting. But in any case, racism, in my opinion, opinion. Now, oh, where'd you get your facts? What, what's your background? Where's your qualifications? How about fuck you? Okay, that, there you go. Racism is taught. Whether it's by the family, the parents, the asshole uncle, grandfather, fucking schools, whatever. Racism is taught. Because kids are innocent. And yeah, they notice when my granddaughter was growing up, she wondered why she's half black and half white, whatever. And that, you know, not left on white on the left and right on black on the right side. And she's mixed. And I know you know that. I'm just trying to be an asshole. I told you I'm being an asshole. She wondered why she was so much darker than her mom and dad. Well, her dad adopted her. And her real dad keeps getting in and out of prison. And uh, my daughter, like I said, she's more of a light-skinned white person. So... My granddaughter couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. 
So kids, kids notice the color of people and appearances, but it's still innocent because they don't judge. They don't go, well, I'm black and you're white and I'm better than you. Now there are some race, racist people in my experience, in my opinion, I'm not saying everybody don't, don't fucking put words in my mouth. This is my experience. Okay. But there's some people that are over there really close to Russia. I'm not going to name them that in my experience, they think they're above and beyond everybody else. And there's some type of pecking order. And for some reason they think they're at the top. And here's a hint. They do everything backwards. Okay. But why are they like that? You don't learn that as a kid being an innocent kid just by going to school or hanging out at grandma's or grandpa's or whatever, unless somebody is a complete fucking asshole and starts putting that in your head. I'll give another example. I raised my son to be, it's kind of along the lines. I raised my son to respect women and his mom and the importance, importance of being married and sex and all that type of stuff. And I let somebody into this family. And according to my son that told me, he goes, oh, well, uh, uh, so-and-so said this to me. He said, um, if a girl lets you fuck them, you fuck them, even if it's their mom and their daughter, even at the same time. And I'm like, excuse me? Really? And the reason why I say that is because now again, some asshole in the family says this is how you degrade and disrespect women. If they let you fuck them, they fuck them. Even if it's their mom or their daughter or whoever, you fuck them. Really? Oh, so that changes the kid. So here, here's my all upbringing of 18 years or 15 years. I can't, uh, he had to be about, he was 18. And somebody letting the family fucking had his wise message. And these people think they're above everybody. Oh yeah. If a woman lets you fuck her, you fuck her. Even if it's her or her daughter. And I've said it enough. That's the same thing as transferring and projecting racism. It's the same fucking, sorry, I got to quit saying that word. Same thing. Same thing. And it's got to stop. Very dysfunctional people out there. This shit has been going on forever, forever. And it needs to stop. And in my opinion, I don't think whomever they are, they don't want it to stop. And I'm going to rant a little bit more and I'm going to go back in the way, way back machine with Mr. Peabody here. But I'm going to say this in a question form because then you can't say, oh, well, Tim, Tim said this. Oh, no, I phrase this as a question. Okay. Bullet point question. Okay. Do you uh, forget being a Democrat, forget being a Republican, forget all this shit, forget about being black and white and a female and a male and different 
ethnic backgrounds. Forget all the shit. Forget you're just a human, okay? You're a human, like a dog. You think a dog knows who the fuck it is? Oh, well, I'm a German Shepherd, so I'm better than you, uh, Golden Retriever. Uh, and you're the wrong color, and I'm taller, and I'm bigger. Fuck all that shit. You are a human, period. Human. You can have your emotions. I don't care. You can have your your um, your instincts or your survival. Uh, your instincts, I guess. You can keep that. You can keep your feelings. But keep all the other shit out of this. All right? So I have a question for you. Because every time, oh, well, it's fucking Clinton's fault. It's Obama's fault. It's Trump's fault. No, fuck, stop it. That's the fucking problem. Damn it, Tim. That's the problem. Don't go down that road. Stay focused, grasshopper. Oh. Me teaching you now how to swallow a bigger fucking red the red pill, a swoggin. Oh. You're going to get your ass kicked. You are a human. That's it. Okay, so riddle me this, Batman, okay? Do you think the government, question, do you think the government cares about you? Yes or no? I'll even flip over to the chat room. I want to know. Do you think the government gives a flying fuck about you? I'm on my own because I'm on my own. I don't want to get into it. It's drama anyway. I don't want to talk about it. I felt my views and my opinions did not align with the network that I was on, or at least half of it, to be honest and fair. That's all I want to go. I, I, I should be able to say and do and post things without getting attacked. That's it. Okay? So I wish him good luck. That's great. But... I want to do my show and I want to be able to respond to something without being called a racist. Uh, not to mention a white guy who hired minorities. So I know everything about racism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you might want to know that I got a lot of Cheyenne native American Indian in me. Okay. And if anybody really got fucked by this government, it's those people, my people, whatever PC, here we go again. Now it's my people. I'm a human. Okay, human. We're all humans. See, but there we go. There's the dividing. You're a racist. No, you're a white guy. Actually, every minority. See, I hate saying this because I didn't see him that way. Every minority that worked for me has done very, very, very well. Very well, actually. Very well. Oh, we got to listen to the white guy that hired minorities. Yeah, asshole, you do. Because that's the truth and that's my experience. So, but but there's a oh well, what have you done for black people and Mexicans, Tim? How what have you done, you stupid white person? Oh, I hired people. I gave them an opportunity in this industry, and they all made six figures. How you like that shit? And full coverage insurance and blah 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 blah. And I don't give a flying fuck what color they were. Oh no! Oh now the white guy knows everything because he hired minorities. Fuck you. Okay, you asked, I just told you. So, do you really think the government cares about us humans, yes or no? Because I'm going to answer it here if nobody puts something in her. 
and this isn't anti-government. I'm trying to, the narrative, I'm trying to get the narrative out here. Do you really, do you really think the government cares about humans, us humans? They care about humans, just not us peasants, which was why the Magna Carta was created back in England. And then we ran away from King George because he was a fucking asshole. And then we came up with the constitution that was based on the Magna Carta, which gives peasants rights own property, you know, bill of rights, stuff like that. So the asshole can't fuck you. The king can't fuck you. And I think we're all getting fucked pretty bad. I keep saying that word. I'm sorry, but I, I don't know a better way to put it. So do you think King George really gave a flying fuck about humans? Maybe the lords and everybody that was around him and his knights and his army and his pot of cold and everything else. Sure. But that's not a human, but I'm sure anybody that kissed his ass and executed his orders for the kingdom because he's the king. I'm sure he liked those humans, but do you think he liked the peasants? Do you think he cared about the peasants? I don't think so. Maybe for food and taxes. Sound familiar? Hey, Brandon, what's up? Brandon's Brandon's power washing. Sorry. Hey, I'll plug your business. Brandon's power washing. Where are you at, dude? I'll plug your show. Anyway, no, I don't think they do either. So let's just take it a little further. Do you think, these are questions, do you think the government gives a flying fuck about a Native, Native American Indians? Did they and do they? Hmm. Do you think the government cares about black people? Hmm. Do you think the government gives a flying fuck about Mexicans? Hmm. Do you think the government cares about white people? Do you think the government cares about Asian people? Forget about the internment camps. Don't just forget that. Hmm. So why do you think they care about you? They care about you for the same reasons King George did. To make sure their fat asses get fed and they have taxes coming in. That's it. That's it. Now, am I saying every single person in the government is like that? No. But the term government is a big thing. How, how big, it's a big macro label. How, how far do you want to go? See, but then when it's a guise of, well, we care about you. Really? Why don't you ask Chief Red Cloud about that one? And why don't you ask about all the people that are suppressed and are paid to have babies and when they don't even have a daddy and uh, they get money for popping out more kids and they don't have a job. It's like, don't worry, we'll take care of you. As long as you vote for us. Oh, that's how it works. So again, I ask, do you think the government really cares about humans? No, no, I don't. And in order for them to get their agenda, and I'm not saying all of them, so don't think. Oh, you're anti-government. He's like, no, I'm not. We need government. We need a good government, though. We need a good, honest government that's God-centered. I'm sorry. 
you know, without God, people should do your homework a little bit. Without God, King George was trying to collect all the Bibles in England because he didn't want them reading them because they were, forget if you believe in God or not, I don't give a shit. The Bible, and sacrilegious aunt, the Bible inspires people because it gives them hope and it gives them belief and a power greater than themselves. I don't, I'm not saying you got to believe in Jesus and God and everything else, but once a person gets a mindset that there's something beyond them and a power greater than themselves, that is when they start to think. And if you start to think, then the people in power don't like that because they lose the grip of control because they know better what's for you than you do. So King James was scared to death, so he went around and outlawed all the Bibles. So the pilgrims said, fuck you, we're leaving. And they came on to Mayflower and Santa Maria and blah, 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 blah. And they came over here. And regardless of separation of church and state, watch the movie Monumental. I don't care if you like Kirk Cameron or not. Again, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, atheist, Bible thumper, friend, whatever you are, you're a human. Okay, so watch the movie with that perspective. But if it wasn't for God in the Bible, and it wouldn't be the Kim, King James Version, <laughs> really, because uh, he kept trying to change it the version to that would fit him to retain his power as king. They're like, fuck you, we're leaving. So they came here. And if it wasn't for the Bible and God, the pilgrims would have never came here. So, and that's another thing too. I'm getting off track a little bit, but I got to share this. I was watching TV and it was one of those Nostradamus uh, episodes, but not specifically about him. It was about these three kids it's uh, ironically in a Muslim country, <laughs> which, which they're Muslims. They don't believe in Christians. Actually, most of them allegedly re read the uh, read the uh, Islamic Antichrist book. According to that, um, if you really piss off a Muslim and you're an infidel, they're going to kill you. Now, just read the Quran and read the book. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the book says that. Read the fucking book. But these three kids in a Muslim country, we're walking around in a field and the Virgin Mary came to them. And the Virgin Mary said this, and she said that, and she said this, I'll be here the 13th of every month. I don't know, for six months or some shit. I don't remember. And the Virgin Mary said a lot of stuff and nobody would believe the kids what they were saying and they they kind of like interviewed or interrogated every kid separately and they all had the same story so then i think one of the kids said to the virgin mary like how how can we believe you you know whatever and the virgin mary said i will make something miraculous happen that only could happen from the heavens and I guess on that day, the sun was dancing in the sky and blah, 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 and doing a bunch of weird fucking shit, witnessed by thousands of people, thousands of people. So anyway, it freaked out the oldest kid so much that be, she dedicated her life to God and became a nun. And she got so high that she even was uh, recognized by the Pope in the Catholic Church uh, by John Paul, the Pope John Paul. And um, 
it's not commiserated. I'm sorry for this because it just popped into my head, but the letters pretty much said that if Russia doesn't accept God back before World War One and lets communism rule their country, she didn't say this, but she's like, all hell's gonna break loose. Well, we all know that the USSR at that time brought in Stalin and then Hitler from Germany and all that. They were just bad motherfuckers in communism and communism spread. It's kind of a good segue into what I'm going to say back on track. And then we had the Cold War and Reagan and everything else and the Vietnam, you know, the Vietnam War, all the war, uh, the war, the wars were World War One, World War Two, and then the Pope read the third letter, but he wouldn't say exactly what's in it. But then they said they did, but it's supposedly about the warning of World War Three in our decisions and what we decide to do. So after we won the Cold War, then the Pope blessed, or there's a word for it, but he 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 blessed pretty much Russia, which was the USSR. Brishnikov was in there. XKBG, just a complete fucking asshole. And he even started thinking with his heart. And Russia fell. Communism, communism dwindled. And now today, from what I know by watching the show, Russia is a pretty pro- Christian, God-believing country. So you you can say what you want about whatever. I, I don't really care. This isn't about color or beliefs or anything. These are facts. Okay. So again, you're a human. So just look at look at it because, and I'll say this and get back on track to what I was getting to. But read the book. The uh, oh man, I can't remember now because I'm good. <laughs> Because I'm on the spot. Um, hang on. I got one of his other books over here. Hang on a minute. You can tell the show's seat in my pants because I don't have anything ready. <laughs> so, uh, this guy, Jonathan Kane. uh, what's the name of the freaking book? Cause I read it and, um, it's not this one, the mystery, mystery, the mystery of the Shemitah. It's not that I got to find it. Jonathan. Time. It's a, Phenomenal book. Phenomenal fucking book. The Harbinger. The Harbinger by Jonathan Kane or Kane. C-A-H-N. I think it's Kane. I think it's he's a rabbi. Let's see. Jonathan Kane is a messianic Jewish pastor, pastor whose novel The Harbinger compares the United States in the September 11 attacks to ancient Israel. Yeah. Um, phenomenal book. And what he 
the point that he makes in that book, well, there's two things and I'll share them and that's it. Read the book. But one of them is every single time, this is in the Bible. Now, whether you believe that, just be a human, okay? Oh, that's fairy tales. You believe in Santa Claus too. Well, yeah, I used to. So you fuckers ruined it all. And Easter Bunny, all that shit. Yeah, I did. Okay. But so what? Forget it. You're being a good human. Who cares? Who are you hurting? Unless you start a war. And then again, oh, you shouldn't believe that. You should believe this. We're going to kill you because you don't agree. See, that's where religion comes in. And that's how wars start for the most part. See, I got everything figured out. So whatever. But in the Bible and in the book, The Harbinger, there's two points I want to make. One is that in the Bible and in the book, every single time a country fell from God, they were destroyed. City, country, everything. They were destroyed because the people decided to turn their back on God. So God turned his back on the people. Okay. The second thing is this. Now, this is my opinion. I'm not a woman. I'm sorry, but you know, I and I never will be. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe uh, this shit keeps up and I keep being single. I might get a sex change. But at this point, I'm not a woman. Okay. So just hear me out. What there's another one too. Black, white, woman, short, tall, fat, skinny, Asian, black, white, Mexican, fucking whatever, Democrat, Republican, man, woman. You're a human, okay? You're a human, all right? Now, my stance on abortion was because I would get a little personal and speak from experience. Um, my girlfriend at the time that became my wife got hurt and she had an x-ray done and she was pregnant, but they didn't put that lead shield on her abdomen and it fried the baby. And the doctor said, you really should have an abortion. Medical problem, woman's health. Absolutely. You're not going to get one little iota argument out of me about that. And if it was a sin and I took a human life, I will answer to God. And so will Kim. Okay. But medical recommendation, they fried the fucking kid with their x-ray machine without putting the lead blanket on her lap. So if anybody killed the kid, it's the doctors. Okay. But that's a woman's health. It was the kid's health. And it was recommended by the doctor. So I don't have a problem with any of that shit. I don't none zero you're not going to get an argument out of me no way but when I hear abortion is used well that's a woman's choice and her health and she can do whatever the fuck she wants really um if you're doing that to just to get rid of the kid because you got knocked up for birth control that's on you okay but my stance on this, even through the experience of taking a human life or having a decision thereof to do so, terminating a life based on doctor medical recommendations, was pro-choice. 
because it's on you. And who am I to say you can or cannot do that? I'm, I'm not going to judge you. I mean, you know, if that's what you're going to do, it's on you, period. Then I read The Harbinger. And you got to read the book, but there's two main characters in it, a rabbi and then some, some other guy. I don't know, but that's the two guys. I haven't read it in years. I should read it again, actually. Phenom- one of the best books I've ever read. So the rabbi's telling this guy to inform him the history, how nations have fallen from God and cities and what happened to them. And one of the countries believed in human sacrifice. And this guy responds to the rabbi that's teaching him this. He goes, oh, well, that's just horrible. I mean, yes, yes, human sacrifice, regardless of the reason, Yes, you're falling from God and taking a life. You you should be, you know, punished, whatever. And the guy says to the rabbi, boy, I'm glad we don't have to worry about that here. We don't have human sacrifice. And the rabbi responded, what would you call abortion? And I read that and it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. I'm like, whoa. Again, you're a human. Well, it's not really a life. I'm like, really? I can, I can guarantee you that fucking rocket ship that just blew off from uh, Elon Musk, if it ever makes it to Mars, and they land on Mars, and they find a human fetus, or lack thereof, in the same lines as a human fetus, regardless if it's inside anything or not, they will say they found life on Mars. So you guys can, you guys make your own decisions. I'm not telling you how to think. I'm saying think as a human. But when I read that in the Harbinger, it knocked me, it knocked the shit out of me. I'm like, whoa. Now, be a human, not Democrats, not Republicans. Look at what's happening in the world right now. And look at the cities in this country that are pro-abortion. Not pro-woman's health, where the doctor fucking killed the kid, in my case. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, get rid of the kid. We don't need it. I don't really want to get into the baby parts with the fucking Planned Parenthood. That, that, that's just really got awful. That, that's a whole different subject. I'm saying look at the cities that are pro-abortion and what's happening in their cities. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. You think for yourself. But you're a human, okay? You're not a Democrat. You're not a Republican. You're not a woman. You're not a man. Look at what is happening to those cities. Which, after I read that book, is nothing more than human sacrifice. That's me being a human. Okay? So, how did we get to where we're at? (sighs) Bunch of assholes in fucking office. Pretty much. 
in my opinion and observation and thinking, you could start anywhere. I mean, you could, you could just start back and coming over here on the Mayflower and blah, 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 and killing the Indians and taking their shit and lying to them and slavery and, and world war one and world war two and treating Asian people horribly and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to start where you think I'm going to start. I'm not going to talk about human rights and slavery and discrimination and black people and asshole white people ripping people out of Africa and dragging them over here and making them slaves. I'm not, I'm not going to start there. God awful, horrible. There's no, no arguing that coming from a human being a human perspective. That's inhumane, wrong, period, wrong. Never should have happened. But the history of, and this sounds like a rationalization, but the history of slavery goes way, way. I mean, that's how Egypt got built, for Christ's sake, and all this other shit. Wrong, wrong, wrong. But I'm not going to start there. I'm going to start with a question again. I'm going to go back to the chat room. So why, why, and I'm not saying conspiracy theories or hidden agendas or whatever. What are we taught and why do we go to war with another country? What's the answer to that? Why do we go to war with another country? Holy shit, I've been doing this for an hour already. <laughs> wow. Why, why, why? Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because we're America, home of the brave republic, and we have to spread democracy, right? So we go to war with communistic countries, right? Right? Forget about going in there and the guys of that and ripping all their fucking resources out and Afghanistan and poppy fields and selling heroin and blah, 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 and cocaine and you know, all the coca stuff. No, I'm not talking about that and all their, their resources. No, I'm not saying that. We're, we go to war because we want to stop out communism, right? Right? That's, that's what we're talking, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get those fuckers, you know, and knock Hitler down and everything else and uh, Vietnam and all the other wars we fought, Korea. Keep these bastards in line because they're communist assholes, right? 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 Good old American way? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So we do that. That's what we do. That's what we're told. That's what, we, that's what they do. Okay. So then let's fast forward to, I don't know, probably Nixon. Nixon did a lot of fucked up things. But Nixon, where we started having a good relationship with China. China. Like the president said, China, with China. I got to learn how to do his voice. I can't fucking do I got to work on it. I can do it. I just got to. But yeah, China. China. Because it was China. Okay. Communistic country, right? Communist country, right? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Now I'm talking about the government. This has nothing to do with the people. 
of China. So we get on good relations with them. I think we gave them a couple pandas or some shit. I don't know. It was in the seventies as a kid, but I remember it was a big deal. You can do your own homework. So we were trying to better a relationship with a communist country, right? Okay. Well, then we get the great idea of starting to do business with them. So here, here, right here. Hello. Wait a minute. We're going to go to war. You're a bunch of communist motherfuckers, but we're going to do business with you. Would we have done business with Hitler and the Nazis? Uh, probably the way these people are thinking today. Yeah. I, well, we're going to make money. <laughs> really? How about when they fucking shove a missile up your ass or let a virus out? See what I'm getting at? So, We do business with China. Send our businesses over there. Send our jobs over there. Oh, we're hurt. We're helping capitalism and they'll become a democracy and we're turning a third world country into a superpower. Isn't that just wonderful? Oh, yeah, that's just great. Uh huh. Okay. Now, I never thought this was going to play out this way. I thought we we're going to get in a world war with these assholes. Um, and we still may, but I never thought that what's played out with the coronavirus, and I'm sick and tired of talking about it, where they would be playing around with this stuff. This is what we're told. I'm looking about what we're told. Being a human here, I don't know if I believe any of it, but this is what we're told. They're playing around with the coronavirus and with the bat soup and all that shit in, in the open market or what do they call that market? Um, but anyway, with the animals and you cook them right there and you fucking eat them, whatever. And this thing gets out and comes over here and I don't really have to reiterate the fear and the economic damage that it's done to this country. Not to mention the entire planet. And has lost our livelihood. But here's the thing. Who suffers for that? Did I make the decision to move all these corpor corporations for profits for cheaper labor to China for higher profits? Even though they're a communistic country? Uh, no. Did you? Probably not. If you agree with it, I don't know why, but fine. Be it far from me to argue with you, but all hell breaks loose, blah, 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 and then our rights are tramp trampled on. Our livelihood is trampled on. We're all treated like a bunch of children and then threatened to get thrown in jail if you don't comply. It's like, well, wait a minute. Who made the decision to make China richer and give them all this money and all this technology and all this power that's a communistic country to play with shit they shouldn't be fucking playing with? Not me. 
So where's the accountability for the government letting it happen and the greedy corporations deciding to let it happen? Why they all do whatever the fuck they want to do, why us peasants are literally losing our livelihood. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's how I see it. So, <laughs> it it's the haves and the have-nots. And the government's telling you what to do and what not to do when you didn't do anything. Then, the racism comes in. Well, how do you know it's the Wuhan virus? Uh, because it came from China. Yeah, no shit. Oh, you're a racist. Really? So now, now we get back into the racism thing. There's going to be three wars, and they're all going to intermingle, because they already are. It's going to be the status war, the income war, the haves and have-nots war. It's going to be a race war, and then it's going to be the holy war when the Muslims are finally pissed off. And again, read the Islamic Antichrist, where if you're an infidel, you're going to get tread chopped off. And that's not me. That's in the book. Don't get pissed at me. Read the Quran. Read that book. They're going to go after all the Christians and the Jews. So you think it's bad now. <clears throat> just wait. Excuse me. Just wait for that shit to happen. And on top of the second round of the coronavirus coming around, which had nothing to do with us. My point is this. All this stuff is being done by godless, greedy fucking assholes and we're paying the price and our country is being destroyed burned to the ground city by city because the government doesn't care about you they care about their buddies in Washington and the lobbyists and all the money because they're all in the club and they, somebody, wants to divide us all. And the government allowed slavery, racism, in the whole nine yards. They fucked the Indians. They lied to them. They killed them. They keep them drunk, put them on reservations. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. Here's your fire water in your TP and shut the fuck up and here's some money. Oh, yeah, because you care about me. Then let's get into the Afri African-American community where you're suppressed and you're black and you're stuck in the projects and you can't get out. And the only way you can make some money is to pop some more fucking kids out or sell drugs. Hmm. Who started that? Not me. And then these kids get into gangs, they break laws, they find out they can make money, they don't need a job, and they get stuck in that hypnotic rhythm, outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. And all hell breaks loose. And then it's everybody else's fault that they can't get out of it because the government put them there, and they keep them there, and they pay them to be there. They're oppressed. The Indians are oppressed. The black people are oppressed. 
They threw Asian people in internment camps after World War II when they were American citizens. So don't worry about you, Mr. Native American Indian. We know we took your land and killed all your people and whatever. Uh, here, here's a reservation. Here's your casino. Here's your fire water. Here's your free college. Here's your money. Shut up. Okay. And then the black people, uh, it was horrible. This was that. Oh, my gosh, whatever. Like, here, we'll just shove you in the projects here, and you can stay with your own kind. And uh, here's some money. And, you know, if you have kids, which will be great, uh, you can grow your community. We'll pay you to do that. But it ain't going to be jack shit, and you're going to be living in a shithole, uh, and you're never going to rise above it because we keep enabling you to do that with that behavior because there's no future now well yeah all, all you mexican people and coming across the border don't worry about following the rule of law and everything else and doing it right come on over here we'll give you driver's license we'll give you an education we'll give you this we'll give you that as you undermine and undercut everybody that follows the law and has some equity in this country and should be first in line for any hand. I'm not, don't believe in handouts. I'm just saying, if you're down and out, like now, if you're an, um, this isn't racism. This is being a good human. If you're an American citizen, you've been paying and paying and paying into the system. The system should be there for you first, not for somebody who snuck in here legally and cut in line in front of you and is protected by the politicians that care about them as long as they vote for them. So if you're dumb enough to believe the government has your best interest and cares about you, I suggest you look at history and the behavior of the government, how they treated Native American Indians, how they treated the Asian people after World War II, black people and now the Mexican people. So it's more division. Now you got the American native Indians. You got the blacks, you got the Mexicans, you got the white people. And we're all fucking pissed at each other because somehow we all got screwed and we did. We fucking did. But instead of looking at the cause, you look at the effect it's somebody else's fault. And it's got to stop. We're all humans. Now, did the police officer kill a black man? Yeah. And he is going to be served justice. Has it happened before? Yeah, unfortunately. Is violence the answer? I don't, I don't think it is. I, I, I think whoever fires a shot, you think it's bad now. The first shot that's fired, regardless from which side, this is going to break into a civil war. And then I have to think who's on whose side because everybody's so see, are, are the, uh, I'm just using what I said in the example, 
but is the Native American Indians going to be against the blacks and the blacks against the Native American Indians and then the blacks against the whites and then and the whites against the Mexicans and then the Asians against the black. Is that what it's going to be? Because there's there's not two sides to this. It's going to be horrible. Then you throw the politics into it. They got the Democrats against the Republicans. That's the only two-sided fight I can see. And then where does the government come in? Do they just sit there and watch and play this out? I, I don't know. These are very scary times. But all I, I, can, all I can say is this, and this is kind of where a Facebook post came, where uh, I don't want to mention his name because it's fucking whatever, but a certain NFL quarterback kept kneeling at football games. Okay, be a human now, okay? You're an NFL quarterback. <laughs> Hello? NFL quarterback. Every little kid, boy, maybe even girls now, I don't want to get into transgender shit. I'm 56, okay? But back when I was a kid, boys played football, girls played fucking whatever. Every little boy's dream to become an NFL quarterback if you played football. NFL quarterback. You're an NFL quarterback. I don't give a flying fuck what color you are. <laughs> how short you are, how tall you are. Political affiliation doesn't matter. You're an NFL quarterback. And decides to bring his cause to his job. And I didn't agree with it. And I, I'm still really not sure because I look at it this way. Being a former business owner and looking at it. If I brought my cause to my customers, I would be fired. You don't you just don't do that. You want to do it on your own time, knock your shit out, but you don't bring that to work. You just don't. And after I saw the video and what happened in Minneapolis with that guy killing the cop, killing that guy by kneeling on his neck for nine minutes. I almost cried and I'm like, no, no, that is unacceptable. No. And then I started thinking about what this NFL quarterback was doing. And I'm like, you know, you know, I, I really kind of got a different feeling about this now. I mean, I get it. I, I do get it. But the mistake was, if you're going to make a statement like that and bring your cause to your job in front of people that don't understand, because they're not black, but then you see that, and now it's a worldwide revolt, and you see that, and you're trying to peacefully bring it up at your job, being an NFL quarterback, I think you should have carried that out and got on the first plane to Minneapolis with 10 armed bodyguards with AR-15s in Neil right in the middle of Minneapolis instead of lighting shit on fire. Because that would have sent a shockwave 
across the planet, actually. I think. But it didn't happen. And it should have. Because I can't even imagine the result in the vibrations and the in the optics of kneeling there with all these people where you should be kneeling in front of cops and pissed off people that have every right to be pissed off because a man was killed in cold blood right in front of them and say this is what I'm trying to tell you but it didn't happen so now we're even more divided than we are or were or maybe we've always been divided and now it's just up front and people aren't going to take any shit anymore their boundaries have been crossed enough's enough and we're going to do what we're going to do and i understand that but the violence in destroying your cities isn't going to do anything. If everybody that was out there just stopped and kneeled and put the big old American flag in front of you, because when this was going on at NFL stadiums, it was being accused of being not patriotic and being disrespectful to veterans in the flag. And I see that side too, but it would be a whole different thing now if you did that now in the heat of battle in every city and stopped and knelt in front of the flag instead of burning everything. We all are humans. color, beliefs, income, party affiliation, coronavirus, communism, <laughs> doesn't matter. It all doesn't matter. If we don't all start uniting and hug each other and go, I'm sorry, man, I didn't get it. I get it. I get it. I saw a group of white people on Facebook kneeling and praying and asking for forgiveness and racism and discrimination against people, black people. Kneeling and praying. This event happened, unfortunately, but it woke up a lot of people. It woke up the world but the world is responding wrong. And you're no better than the people that started this shit. And if the National Guard comes out and the Army comes out, regardless if it's against Posse Comitatus and all these other acts to use the military against the people, that ain't gonna matter uh, because there's civil unrest in looting 
like they said, the president said this, but he was quoting somebody else. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. And again, it's got to go back to rule of law because certain people have disregarded the rule of law because they let people break the law. Not because they care about you. Because they want to retain their power or they want to get power. They want to regain their power. And unfortunately, stuff like this happens. When people don't think justice is being served, they will take it into their own hands. And if you think you're going to win a war against the government, I'm just going to slide my Second Amendment thing in here, you're wrong. But you can't fight an enemy throwing rocks when they got AR-15s and RPGs and God knows what else they have. That's a war you cannot win. That's why you have to, I don't know who the enemy is here. I'm not, I'm, I'm don't have a dog in the fight. I'm watching. Um, but I don't agree with violence in any way, shape or form. But in order to win a war, you have to have the same or higher weaponry that your enemy does. So be careful what you're asking for in the second amendment, because throwing rocks at people that have AR-15s, good luck. But if this escalates, which it's going to be the first shot fired by whomever, all hell is going to break loose. And um, the whole message of the cause is going to be diminished. All it's all going to be is the government fired on people. It's all it's going to be remembered. They fired on people uh, because people lost their shit. That, that's, that's how it's going to be remembered, and that's not what happened. That's not what's going to happen, I think. So we all need to quit seeing in color. We all need to quit raising our kids to see in color because racism is transferred and taught. And people, this is very easy for me to say, and I could share my story, but I can get into it today, tonight. I'm a white guy that's Native American Indian that has been oppressed my entire life. And I can share my story. Was I discriminated against because of my color? No. No. I was oppressed, though. And I could have succumbed or acquiesced or been broken. And, and I can tell you right now, if I decided to do that, I wouldn't be doing the show. I'd be like, oh, whatever. Okay, sure, that's what it is. Okay, I get it. Okay, yes, yes, dear. Um, no, this sent me. I have been, and still to this day, being targeted and attacked and trying to be broken. So much so that it's destroyed my family. I don't want to make this about me. But it's the point. Where do you want to go? How much will you persevere until you never give up? to get out of your hypnotic rhythm 
and get out of your shithole. Shithole is whatever you deem it is. Rockford, Illinois, (laughs) Chicago, uh, I don't know, whatever, New York, your hood, your family, your friends, your job, your state, even your country if you're not happy. How long are you going to stay oppressed in your shithole? And how long are you going to blame other people? Again, I'm not saying, like I said, I've been oppressed. I'll use the football story. So I played football, and Robbie Hackbarth can back this up, who got a got a uh, scholarship to the Badgers. Uh, I played with him in Hanover Park Boys football. And I saw him on Facebook, and I'm like, dude, Man, what happened to you? I mean, you're a great football player. Oh, I got a scholar free scholarship and went to Wisconsin and uh on the Badgers. And he goes, What about you? You know, you're a good football player too. And I go, I, I was too small. And here's the story behind this. Okay, because I, I was oppressed by a black person. Do I hate black people? Fuck no. Fuck, of course not. See, that's the thinking. It doesn't really matter what color he is. I didn't really think of it that way, but I could. So from the age of seven until 13, six years, I played in Hanover Park boys football and I got really good. So then when I went to Tuff junior high, cause I couldn't play anymore cause I was too old. I tried out for the football team and Mr. Rose, the coach and a gym teacher looked at me. He says, you can't play football. You're too small. And you know what? Unfortunately, I listened to that. I'm really glad Barry Sanders didn't. I'm not saying I was Barry Sanders, but I'm saying I had a black person tell me, and I'm white, and a kid that played football really well with all his heart and could have put some mass and strength on him by having the proper support and the proper coaching And he just looked at me and he goes, you're too small. Talk about shooting a kid's dream down. I got plenty of other stories too. Motocross racer, business owner. I got all kinds of them for you. But in that particular case, a black person oppressed me. But then he can say, oh, he was being honest with you because you would have got killed. Yeah, I guess. But that's my point. It all depends on how you look at this. I should have said, you know what, Mr. Rose, I'm going to prove you wrong. But I didn't. So how long are you going to stay in your shithole? And how long are you going to blame people? And how long are you going to keep teaching and transferring racism? And how long is it going to be before you stop looking at people in color and beliefs and party affiliation? Because until all this shit stops, it's never going to stop. If we don't get united, quit keeping people down for selfish 
powerful reasons and greed and money and control by the people that have it and don't call them out on it, this is never going to end. I know black people, Mexican people, Asian people, we're all, they're all good at math, right? And I love fucking all the time. We need egg rolls all the time and no Kung Fu and martial arts and all that other stereotypical shit that are very successful. But they decided government may have helped them. I don't know, but that's not the point. They made a decision to get out of their shithole. And they did. When I started my business, I was going to get out of the rat race in the shithole. And I did. And it was very hard to do. Moving here two and a half, two years ago, two years ago. One of the hardest things I've ever done. But I decided to get out of my shithole, which was my hometown. And I know hundreds of people. Hell, I probably know thousands of people between school and personal and business, doing business in two states, Illinois and Wisconsin. I probably know a couple thousand people. I can count on one hand how many people I know here when I moved here. Because I wanted to get out of my shithole. And I got no regrets because I'm not done yet. But that's a personal choice that I had to make. And all there, there is factors that kept me down and destroyed my life. And I'll be perfectly honest, I still blame people for that. Family members. But it's a, it's a fact. And it's a fact that white people have kept down and oppressed minorities. But I, I use it to motivate me, and it's on them. And it's very hard to do because you want to be right, and you want justice, and you want them to suffer like you did. This is, I'm just being perfectly honest. That's what this is all about. This is about justice and making them feel the pain that you felt or are feeling. And all that does is just bring more pain and destruction. You have to step back and you go, you know what? Having the last word isn't having the last word. It's just inflicting more pain because you're trying to make them feel the way that you do. And then you get some type of sick gratification knowing that now they hurt like you. You're going to feel pain like I've been feeling pain because that's justice but it's not God centered and I'm not saying forgive and forget I'm I'm saying forgive you can never forget but in order for you to break that you need to forgive 
in a personal inside level. You need to forgive them. Whether they want it or they ask for it is irrelevant. You need to forgive them to break free from that bondage. You're bonded. You're bonded. You're bonding yourself to a mission and a goal of resentment and anger and pain until you've made the decision that you serve justice back to them. And that's what's going on right now. People or people had enough. It's time for you people, white people to feel the pain that we feel and the pain that you've delivered onto us. I will not argue that in the least bit. But if you continue to make the decision to be in that hypnotic rhythm in that pain and then let it build up and stay in your shithole and then when the spark is lit and this was way more than a spark an innocent man was killed somebody dies and there's more injustice and that's it it's time for you to pay and you're gonna pay And the anger will destroy you. I cannot recommend highly enough the movie The Shack with the judgment scene. It's just insane. It's insane. And the forgiveness and the whole the whole movie. I mean, it saved me and it and it helped break me free from my shithole. It it started to. I was so angry and so resentful, like the guy in the movie that his daughter was killed by this asshole, that it was destroying him. And the only way he broke free was quit judging and to learn how to forgive. And like I said, forgive forgive is a is an illusion or a misnomer, if you want to call it that, where people think you have to forgive that person which means, oh, we're going to get together for Christmas and everything's fine and it's the way that it was. No, you're not forgiving that person for them. You're forgiving that person for you. And I can't stress that enough. Well, Jesus forgave everybody. Well, yeah, and they fucking killed him too. So, I, I mean, Jesus forgave them, and I'm sure he forgave the Romans and the Jews for killing them, but he didn't have dinner with them. You didn't get together for Christmas or uh, Hanukkah with him. He stayed with the people that loved him and was his support system. And he always persevered and took the high road. He didn't look for revenge or make you feel the pain that I'm feeling. He did nothing but great things. Because that's what he decided to do. I mean, get deep as you want into this, but son of God and prophecy and blah, 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 blah. But. The point was he made decisions to take the high road and not stay in a shithole. And he forgave people. But it doesn't mean that he hung around them. If people decided to be his friend and say, please forgive me, Jesus, I want to become a disciple, which a lot of them did. Uh, Paul did. 
Paul was going around killing and crucifying Christians left and right. Until he became blind, he got a sight back, and uh, he was one of the biggest uh, disciples and supporters of Jesus because he woke up and he decided not to stay in his shithole anymore either. So if people ask you for forgiveness and accept it, that's different. But if they don't and they won't, then you need to forgive them so you can break free and get out of your shithole. But serving justice and doing things out of anger and resentment because you want them to feel pain like you do is only going to bring more pain and destruction. And we're seeing it. And the problems need to be fixed. People have to stop being segregated by the government and even by them by their own choice. I mean, hell, I don't care if black people hang out with black people and then white people and then the Polacks and the Chinese and the Mexicans. I don't care about that because, that, see, that's different. That's your culture, and you should always have your culture. But you should also share that culture with other people. And nobody's right. What's that song? Uh, nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. There's nobody that's right in this. We have to quit having a pecking order and saying who's better than whom and what we did to whom and what we didn't do to whom and blah, 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 blah. You have to break free, get out of your shithole, quit trying to serve justice because I can promise you from experience, I wanted justice and revenge so bad that it was destroying me. And when I finally let go and I let God take it over and I forgave my wife, my daughter, my son-in-law, I forgave for what they did to me. And it wasn't just a one-time thing. It was, it was like building a house or whatever. It's a little bit of brick at a time. And when I finally truly got to that point, karma kicked in. And not for all of them, but karma kicked in. And all I can tell you is this. The justice that I personally wanted to serve, i.e. feel the pain that you caused me. Feel the pain. See how it feels? Fuck you. See what you did to me? I could have done that. But I didn't. And karmic justice was served. And what happened? I couldn't even have done. So, and that brings the God thing into it too. The more we keep falling from God without sounding like a preacher and God's will and God's way and God's grace, we're in big trouble. I, I really don't care what you think because watch the movie Monumental. This isn't a sermon, but at least be a human and look at everything. At one time, the government printed Bibles. We're falling away from God. We're falling away from doing the right thing. We're falling away from caring about each other and loving each other. And we're getting more diversified, and it's destroying things. And the more we keep pointing out our differences and blaming other people 
in making sure you're going to feel the pain that you dished out on me. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt there's been injustices, oppression, discrimination, racism. Because it's still here. But when's it going to end? You're just going to have to break out of your hypnotic rhythm. This is all evil stuff. Read Outwinning the Devil by Napoleon Hill. I'm not expecting you to pick up a Bible and go to church and save everybody. Save yourself. But I'm expecting you to do good, moral, good human things. And when you're around pieces of shit, whether they're family, friends, co-workers, politicians, whomever, your spouse, you know, that falls into the family thing. Get out. Because you're going to get dragged down even deeper into your shithole, which is going to become a hellhole. And that's what's going on right now. You have nobody to blame for where you're at other than you. And it's your journey that you have to take that picks you. The journey picks you. You don't pick the journey. Somebody would have told me, oh, you're going to be uh, divorced and lose everything in 53 or 54. What would it be? 53 living in Colorado. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. Um, here I said, so you don't pick the journey. The journey picks you, but you got to take the first step and you got to get out of that hypnotic rhythm. And it's very, very, very hard. You got to get out of the projects. You got to get out of jail. You get got to get out of your relationship that's either a drug addiction with somebody or yourself, or you're getting the shit beat out of you, or or you're being oppressed at your job. Um, my son started a new job, and he talked to me today, and he, he's a different person. He loves what he does, but he goes, Dad, I'm actually in a good mood coming home from work today. And I'm like, yeah. I go, it's where you work. It's not all only what you do. It's where you work because he got out of his shithole. Get out of your shithole. Maybe that's what I should title this. Get out of your shithole. So that's it. That's all I got. This isn't just a one solution to a multifaceted fucked up problem. Uh, it's a soci sociology problem on a macro level it's a psychology problem it's a power issue problem and it was all started and escalated by policies by our government and corporations way back to even slavery i mean was all about money and cheap labor. That's what we did with China and a communist country. And you're so shocked that we're just about ready to go to war with them. They're a communist country. What part of that don't you understand? And I, I saw, I saw it when it started happening. I go, this is wrong. This is not going to be good. So in the end, everybody wants to retain their power or they want to get their power back or they want to get more power. And regardless if it's the government, and I'm not saying everybody again, and the entire government, 
whether it's the government, your boss, your family, they need you more than you need them. Because if they're giving you a guilt trip or they're oppressing you, it's all about control and they have you. And that forces you to stay because you have your security. Same thing again in a dysfunctional relationship, in a, in a uh, marriage, if you're getting the hell beat out of you, or you're living with a chemically dependent people person or just a violent, angry person. They need you. And they're going to say, don't leave, don't leave. Or they're going to go, well, you can't leave. What are you going to do? You can't do anything. I love hearing that. I feel like that's one of my favorite sayings. Please tell me I can't do that. Please, pretty please tell me I can't do something because I'll prove you wrong. And I have and I do and I still will. But don't let your fear kick in and let somebody tell you that you're not ever going to be anything. Or you're a woman, you're black, you're stupid, you're fat, you're short. You're black, you're white, you're purple, you're pink, you're stupid. Did I say that one? All the same shit, because they need you more than you need them. And they're very clever at doing that. And that's why everything's fucked up, because people aren't saying, fuck yourself, go fuck yourself. Uh, this isn't what I want. I don't want to be in this shithole. And I'm not going to let you brainwash me and tell me, it's somebody else's fault. Although it may be, it doesn't have to be that way tomorrow. So get out of your shithole, figure it out, and take your first step on your journey because you already know where your journey is if you stay where you are. But quit blaming people, quit acting for acting that you need revenge and you're going to serve justice. Because all is all it's going to do is cause more pain and destruction, and again, that's why our cities are burning. This shit has to stop. We have to re, we have to unite, and apologize, and ask for forgiveness, and start over, so everybody can be themselves and go on their journey. I think it's really that simple. So that's that. I'm going to go. I have no idea how long I've been gabbing, almost two hours. So uh, that's that. And uh, please share the show. And uh, I don't know when I'll be back on. I'll be back on maybe maybe tomorrow. Definitely try to get in some type of schedule. Uh, share it, and uh, we'll go from there. I think it's on Spotify, too. It is on Spotify. So there you go, Spotify, YouTube. Facebook Live, um, iTunes, Podbean. That's enough. It's enough for me. All right. So thanks for listening to me. Share the show. And I appreciate everything. Um, and for listening to me, <coughs> I'm not saying I'm right. And I'm not saying I'm wrong. I'm saying you got to figure it out. So open your mind and get out of your shithole. All right. Thanks. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show. Uh, goodbye. How do I stop this thing? It's been way too freaking long. And video. That would do it.